Hello, hello again. Here we are coming to you from Broadcast Team Alpha. And we are coming to you from 44 different platforms around the world. And this is the show for the thinking global citizen that is not afraid to step outside of the box and look around and see what else is there that I don't see on Channel 5 on TV. So, yes, my name is Argy, and my co-host Nori is still on vacation here, so she will be back shortly. And, uh, well, I have a tremendous guest with us tonight. But before I introduce the guest, I want to tell you how you can connect with us. You can connect with uh, both Nori and I through broadcastteamalpha.com. And there's a place on there you can send us a message and we'll see it and we'll be back to you. You can also contact us to any of those um, platforms. The YouTube channel is usually the best because we have the chat room there. There at, um, We can see stuff and uh, also in the comments. So we'll get back to you somehow. And we are also transmitting on Conscious Awakening Network. And because of them, we are on the Roku, 3TV station, and a bunch of other places, and a horde of social media sites. So uh, this is going to be fun. I, um, I want to introduce the guests. And uh, if you're on YouTube, you already know who it is. You can see her. <laughs> and uh, it is uh, Geraldine Orozco. And she is everywhere out there. She's in conferences. She is in interviews. She in documentaries. She's a certified in so many different modalities that uh, I'm just going to mention a few of them. She does Qigong. She is a meditation teacher, a hypnotherapist, and a neurolinguistics expert, and a stress reduction counselor. Boy, do we need that these days. And also, she's uh, helping people with the DNA reprogramming. And we're going to talk about that tonight because most people don't think, hey, what's in my genetics? I'm stuck with. No, maybe not. There are some things that can be done. And uh, from there on, uh, I want to say welcome to the show there, Geraldine. Hello, Agi. Once again, it is such an honor to be here. Thank you so much for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. Oh, this is going to be fun because yeah. when we get together, we got interesting things to talk about. Yes. <laughs> and um, if you look around in the world today, there, there are tricky times out there. And for us, that is a little more aware than the average bear out there. We try to do the right thing. And uh, sometimes that is not just not that easy. Some people say, oh, yeah, the cards are stacked against us. And chances are that if they really believe that, yeah, maybe the cards are stacked against them. But then there are, there's some of us that say, yeah, I love those cards. That don't mean that I have to enjoy all of it in the moment, but there are good things coming from them later. There are excellent learning experience that will enrich our life later on, even if we did not enjoy it in the moment. So it gets so complicated, Geraldine. How do we sort this out? How do we make it 
better for ourselves, both in the physical, mental, and the spiritual arena. Yeah, thank you so much for that question. It's been really coming up a lot, especially in my healing sessions on a weekly basis. And um, over the past three months, major transformations, major challenges. And this year, as I mentioned in some of the videos I've been doing over the past couple of years, that this window of 2020, 20, uh, 2023 until 2026 is going to be a major transformation. And the opportunities that are available are really about learning transmutational techniques as a human organism embodied in this physical vessel. What does it mean to choose? What does it mean to have free will, to be able to choose the kinds of experiences that we're having? And how do we utilize those life experiences to propel the soul forward, understanding that the embodiment, the incarnation process into the physical is more than just the stories and the everyday life that we experience that we often, we tend to get caught up in the matrix, in the illusion of it, um, because of the nature of our biology that is deeply interconnected with biochemical, right, through um, the emotional body. We, we are deeply triggering a biochemical process in the body. And uh, these emotions, which are electrical charges, are the ones that are really selecting, directing, um, and co-creating the experiences that we have in every moment of our day. Um, so I think one of the main things that I really like to stress to my clients is to understand the nature of creation. You as a human individual, how do you create? How do you manifest? And the number one way that we begin to manifest is through this emotional charge input output process. And the thing is that it doesn't just begin in the moment that you become aware. Okay, that is the first step. The first step to be able to transcend and to turn and transmute these everyday experiences is to become aware of what is occurring in that moment, to catch yourself in the reaction of the experiences, to understand the triggers that are being caused in that experience. But once you understand and you begin to observe um, these experiences, these emotions, you actually begin to uncover layers and layers of programming within you okay yeah. so what does that mean yes that means that really most of the responses that we have to trigger points and experiences in every moment it can be you going to the gas station and somebody saying something mean to you it can be you going to the grocery store you speaking with your partner any number of little micro moments throughout your day that can cause these triggers and there are two elements to the human that are very important that that we need to know as a soul embodiment in the physical number one we are waking up consciousness but what does that mean that we are we are remembering we are activating uh, genetic memory and genetic memory is not something of way the past of our ancestors genetic memory is a network of experiences that we are flowing through on and we're triggering through the input and output of the emotional biochemical system through the emotional body so if we want to learn how to change our lives, um, the awareness of that biochemical emotional system has to be first understood. And the second part is to understand this incredible genetic history 
that we are holding within our DNA, the memories of traumas, deep family emotions, deep mm. uh, emotional wounds and uh, sufferings and programmings that we're holding within the DNA that are actually the root programming that is actually playing out and being triggered by these everyday experiences. So if we can understand these two mechanisms, we can begin to break down, first of all, be aware of the response that you're having. And number two, deprogram the false and the um, non-productive or non-co-creative belief systems, yep. counter-creative belief systems that we might be playing out that we are inheriting essentially from the generations in the past. So I'll, I'll start there, but this I would say is one of the most powerful processes that we can begin to adopt. Yeah, I imagine it is those memories, even recent memories of past, far past memories, when we have something happen, our reaction is based on that. So it would make sense to me to go back and change some of that programming back there so it doesn't affect us so much in the moment by coming up as a memory trigger, like you're saying. So Exactly, yes. That makes sense to me. Yeah, and, um, you know, the thing is that we have to kind of move out. And this is something that's really important for the next four years. We as a human race are moving towards everything in this world, in this universe is moving towards a unity consciousness. What does that mean? Mm -hmm. It means that the veils are thinning, that the concepts of separation between ourselves and the whole, whether it's an ant on the street, whether it's this table in front of you, whether it's the computer, me and you that are miles, hundreds of miles away from each other, these illusions of separation are dissolving in every way, subconsciously, yeah. physically, and then of course, metaphysically, um, in, in a sense that we are beginning to feel more, sense more, we are becoming more attuned to this multidimensionality, the multidimensional multi element of ourselves as human beings, which adds an added overlay to these experiences because it opens up the opportunity to clearly see the patterns that you're holding through generational trauma within you, which is the gift that is being provided to us at this time. And there are two ways to use that. Number one, we are flushing out these generational traumas, it's almost as if we are refining our DNA from the most dense, heaviest, trauma-ridden um, survival programming mm. of the reptilian brain and the reptilian mechanism that is uh, interlaced within our genetics as individuals and as a human race and embodying the higher higher dimensional elements of our multidimensionality which allow us to tap into intuition to be able to embody that unity consciousness that allows us to unify internally to the internal wars that are happening within ourselves and then within the collective as we become one so as yeah. you can imagine that that learning curve that we're going through as a human race is something that will be difficult for some because we 
must look at those deep shadows that are causing and, and can trigger suffering for us um, in order to understand what needs to be transmuted, what needs to be let go um, in for something more co-creative. Yeah, absolutely. And you mentioned a word here, metaphysics. And a lot of people, oh, yeah, that's just a bunch of mumbo jumbo. It's just magic and stuff like that. No, it isn't. Look it up in the dictionary. There is a science behind it, because one of the definitions I found is that the science of what we do not understand yet. So there's nothing mumbo jumbo about it. It Everything in the universe is based on the science. And if we do not understand it, it falls into that category. So it's really very simple. Don't be afraid of metaphysics. And uh, when we go through our day, we have happenings and stuff going on and we react to it as it happens. We may want to be a little careful about how we react to it because first of all, the subconscious mind is listening. But not just that, every cell in your body is listening. Now, that, is, that one is hard to wrap our heads around, but I'm sure that maybe Geraldine can touch on the, uh, on the yeah. science behind, there's epigenetics behind that one. Exactly. Yeah. So this is actually really, really important that we understand because actually it's not just that the subconscious mind is listening, but actually the subconscious mind is what's actually cre it's co-creating. It's actually the creative engine. Mm -hmm. um, imagine that your physical body is more like, let's say, uh, the physical vessel from which consciousness uh, is emerging experiencing and from those experiences are parsed through this this overlay these filters of programming that are deeply embedded biologically um, at the cellular level okay and what we find at the cellular level essentially is the dna the dna is the blueprint the database of information that merges the human physical into this holographic construct and when we talk about metaphysics, I am referring to the concept of the non-physical, that in reality, we live in a more non-physical construct because everything is in the basis of vibrational frequency through the oscillation of a vibrational frequency and interconnecting matter, what we perceive as a matter, perhaps a more dense frequency, and what we are differentiating between that density and uh, a higher vibrational frequency into a non-physical. So as we observe and we navigate this physical, non-physical realm, this seemingly material realm, which is a vibrational frequency, we are processing through the body uh, all of this data. Every single part of the body functions like a router system. We, we are inputting information 360 degrees around the body. Every part of the body, every organ in your body is oscillating at a certain vibrational frequency that processes certain emotional data. And why is it emotional data? So the language of the universe is vibrational frequency, essentially. 
And so whenever we are watching something or we are in the presence of someone that is emitting a strong emotion, we deeply pick that up in our body. And the body has such a beautifully uh, defined um, self-organizing system from the highest vibrational frequency to the lowest vibrational frequency in the body. Mm -hmm. The body has an intelligence that it knows how to pick up that data and process it. So epigenetics plays a role in that there are um, there is information that we already hold in our DNA. Okay, so where does that come from? From the womb until the age of seven, we are deeply programmed, okay, with emotions. And these are the emotions that we take on of the matrix of this holographic construct. They are the, the rules, the laws, the parameters of experiences that define our entire life and the way that we're going to perceive life. This is why uh, in healing trauma work, most healing occurs within those seven years. If you can heal those seven years of your life, I guarantee you will, it'll be easier for you to embody a zero point. It will be easier for you to come into a more calm, neutral observation state um, because the, the idea is that you neutralize the programs that you took on from the womb until the age of seven to a state of non-judgmental observation. And that essentially causes in the body a collective vibrational frequency that is in alignment with the universe. Not only does your frequency come into alignment with the the earth, the planet earth, um, oscillating at eight hertz. Uh, when you ground yourself into, into the center of the earth, you literally merge with the greater organism that is the planet earth. And you are an extension of that planet earth. So um, our blueprint of our DNA is essentially holding 10% of the whole data of the earth DNA. Okay, when we connect to the Akashic records, we are connecting to this Earth database, the Earth DNA. And within the Earth DNA is all of our ancestral history. It's all of the memories of the traumas, the experiences, the beautiful ascension, the highest ascension that occurred in our ancestral uh, history, and also the lowest point of evolution in our mm -hmm. ancestral history. And that is embedded in the DNA. So when we do this early young uh, healing work from the, from the womb until the age of seven, we begin Begin to tap in to that uh, earth DNA. And as you deprogram those, you begin to uncover more layers. Okay. So within the uncovering and healing of these layers is where the human begins to activate um, higher faculties, intuition, the ability to access all five senses, and the ability to use the higher octave of those five senses. So all, all of the sentient abilities, right, the clairs, um, to cultivate those clairs and the ability of communicating with your environment. Um, and this is extremely important that we develop our higher faculties because otherwise we won't be able to process this incredible information that the organism, this very conscious organism, is absor uh, absorbing from our surroundings 360 degrees um, every moment of our day. Um, that level of awareness will allow you 
to catch um, when you are triggered by something um, and to have the opportunity, essentially we call it an opportunity for healing, for shifting and, and, and transmuting those early programs into something that is more productive and co-creative. So um, in terms of epigenetics, um, epigenetics essentially is a study that your environment is essentially programming your DNA, okay? and there are this is a, a a complex topic because there are many layers to how you are processing data the one that we are deeply concerned about and that we want to work on proactively is our emotional data okay so what we eat affects us what we think it is affecting us what we feel emotionally is affecting us but in this holographic system, because we are bioelectrical, the emotions are what create the charge in the input of co-creation. So uh, the one that we want to focus on in the healing is the emotions, because from the emotions stem all other physical actions. Okay, they trigger the way that we are going to input into the system the physical action. So if we want to deprogram these subconscious belief systems that are more counter-creative, um, I call them parasitic even, because um, it, it's important to understand parasitism and the role that the human plays in these parasitic roles. Um, and just to define that, parasitism is essentially any time that we seek outside of ourselves to be fulfilled in any way, emotionally, physically, mentally. Um, and what happens is that after the human begins to understand that the fulfillment of those core uh, needs are not external to us, they are something that we can provide ourselves. Yep. Um, this is where the human actually comes into their highest empowerment, their highest healing, their highest potential. So essentially, part of one of the most important parts of the healing process is redirecting the attention from the external to the internal. Um, and this is extremely important for epigenetic healing, because when this redirection occurs, um, there occurs mutations in the DNA. Um, and how does that happen? Um, we understand uh, that in the process of transmutation, if you if you think of your body as a transduction mechanism, um, every emotion that you feel has a different charge. So the heavier the charge of the emotion that you're feeling, the less you will be able to con be a conduit for higher mm. frequency information, right? So the more that you can change those emotions, let's say you're in deep anger or fear, you transmute it to love, um, harmony or peace or even acceptance, you know, there's a scale, there's an emotional scale that I, I hope you all become very familiar with. There's a lot of um, wonderful resources online that you can access to understand the emotional scales and their frequency. Um, it'll help you understand the density that you're holding in your body. And that the transmutation process of changing this deep emotion into a high vibrational emotion is the transduction process that creates this alchemical transmutation in the body. When humans do that over and over and over and over again, this is refining the DNA and eventually causes mutations in the DNA 
that are mm-hmm. passed down generationally. Just the way trauma does the opposite and is passed down generationally, so do yeah. these ascension techniques. You know, and um, with my clients in hypnotherapy, just to close that um, comment, I have a lot of my clients that are going back to many past lives in which they were ascended masters and they begin to remember that they have access those higher levels of consciousness and it begins to trigger the awakening and that remembrance in their body now and it's amazing how for humans when we take a look at their lives and their healing process every single moment in their life is exactly what was needed in that moment for the human to to have an opportunity to choose the timeline that is most productive for them. Um, And I see it time and time again, even the information that they are receiving in the hypnotherapy, the past lives that they're seeing are exactly what is necessary to open the DNA uh, into a new, uh, 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 you know, a collection of timelines that are available to this human in because we we are infinite potential um but we have to learn how to uh tune in to those tools for choosing mm-hmm. and discernment yeah yeah epigenetics can grow in many different directions and i remember a conversation i had a while back with someone that had something happen really bad and he says, oh, yeah, it doesn't bother me anymore. He says, I just ignore it. You know, it, 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 it's it gone. Well, yeah, but maybe not all the way gone. And then, you know, the healing doesn't happen by just ignoring things. Healing has to happen both in the physical and the mental and the spiritual arena because we are multidimensional like that and we shouldn't give up the healing before we have reached the spiritual kind of like what they say in Ho'opono out of Hawaii Mm -hmm. the healing method there they say when something really bad happened to love it feed it with love now the experience don't go away but if you feed it with love, it will not have the negative vibration anymore. So we just can't do part of it and expect all of it to go away, can we? Or is, no, are, there short, are there shortcuts? There are other tools, absolutely. Um, but let's talk about that. Let's break that down because this is actually one of the th- questions that I get the most about the healing process. Um, and there is this misconception that if you, uh, so what do I mean by transmutation? Transmutation, again, doesn't mean just avoiding the pain that is coming up. In fact, transmutation process really means going deep into that emotion. Um, So, for example, um, if a a strong emotion of of pain or anger comes up, to sit with that emotion deeply and allow it to completely come up and in in the opportunity of it coming up is layers. So the way that humans experience emotions are multi-layered, just like we're multidimensional, so are emotions. Um, They have many layers to them. And so the gifts and the the learning opportunities essentially come for you 
uh, are available to you if and only you sit with those emotions long enough in that discomfort in that trigger sometimes emotion people will have very strong reactions people feel nausea people feel sick when they feel some of these emotions and a lot of the times it's because we have been avoiding these emotions resisting them it's actually the resistance of feeling the emotion that causes these severe side effects that makes us want to run away and never feel them and try to avoid, deflect, distract ourselves, escape. And we can find millions of, of escape uh, routes. Uh, they can be drugs, they can be alcohol, it can be anything. It can be uh, even getting gaining approval or being around people. We, 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 the mind is very creative. You know, we're creative individuals and we come up with all kinds of things uh, to help us not feel that discomfort. But the freedom is, uh, as this saying goes, the truth will set you free is absolutely the truth in this kind of work because as you sit with that emotion what we'll discover is that emotions are really not that scary after all in fact if you sit in the observation of the emotion so what happens with with emotions that we've been very taught to feel savor an emotion Okay, savor, it means that, you know, we feel the tightness in the belly, we feel all of the fears and emotions that comes up, and then we get stuck. We don't know what to do with those emotions. So yeah. we, we end up existing in a loop of reliving that discomfort, okay, over and over again. And this is what a trauma is. It turns into a very deep trauma. The longer it sits there, the longer, the, the more uh, embedded it becomes in our subconscious programming. So the idea is that we want to access that state of observation. So we're shifting. So what happens is that, okay, you need to feel the emotion. Most of you have been living in the feeling of that emotion for a really long time. Now I want you to shift into observation. Okay, which is a completely different thing. Uh, and literally to just imagine for a moment that you are outside of your body looking at yourself, but still very connected to the sensations that you're feeling in the body as you're feeling the emotion. It is incredible how you begin to observe even your facial features change your body body movements. Some of you might notice wow, I'm actually like this all the time because I'm feeling this emotion every day. Um, and as you observe it, it kind of begins to release the charge that you of resistance that you're holding in the body. And that mm -hmm. is where people start to get insights on the emotion. This is this yeah. is where you uncover those layers that I was telling you about. And yeah. it's within those layers that lies your freedom because the wisdom will allow to guide you into the truth. You get to ask questions. Are the programs and the belief systems that I created from those emotions true? Are they really true? And a lot of times we discover that what we've created is not really true. It's maybe one perspective, but it's a temporary truth, but is it not the whole truth? And I think this part of healing is also part of this collective movement that we are going through into unity consciousness. Our mind is also expansing, uh, expanding um, into a more bird's eye view of the way that we perceive things to be able to be in the, in, in the shoes of the people uh, that we perceive as our perpetrators 
of, of pain and suffering in order to understand and expand our mind into different ways of understanding uh, and perceiving experiences. So this is extremely liberating and that is actually what the transmutation process begins with. The second part is actually the other part of healing, Agi, which is about becoming familiar with the opposite of those difficult emotions, okay? So let's say this person is feeling um, anger, discomfort. What is the opposite of anger? Are you even familiar with that emotion? Okay, is it peace? Is it love? Is it harmony? What is it for you? You must understand your emotions. Um, and a, a lot of us, unfortunately, we discover, you know, I'm, we're not familiar with peace. We've never mm -hmm. felt that in our lives. And the moment we begin to sit with these new emotions, there's a repairing. There are literally new neural pathways that are being created in that moment. So every time that we think a thought, we are reinforcing the connection of these neural pathways. So this is another really important thing that you have to think about. You want to reinforce the fear, the anger, or you want to reinforce the peace and harmony and love that you're feeling because within the new reinforcement of neural pathways, the entire bioorganism is shifting and changing to adjust to this new pattern of belief system. And yeah. people, people heal from illnesses, people change uh, sometimes relationships, they change their lives um, when they make these powerful changes. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And now I see we're down at the bottom of the hour. So for those of you, that joined us late. We are talking with Geraldine Osorko, and it's getting deep and <laughs> really deep here. And once in a while, that is really good for us because most people during the day, we live on the surface because that's where all the action is. But down here is what create the action. So if we get down here, we can change everything on the surface. And when we get back, I, uh, I want to talk a little more about also the genetics. There are some of us that... Uh, They've been told that, yeah, we may have a certain negative genetic marker that is turned on and that could scare us into maybe worrying for the rest of our life, wondering if, you know, if that thing for that makes it easier to get diabetes or something could just flare up. Well, there are things that within the concept of epigenetics, maybe we can turn that marker off. And uh, this is something that um, Geraldine is an expert on. And uh, another thing I want to say is that we got to be careful with what we think. Our thoughts creates feelings. And our feelings creates behavior. And then behavior creates thoughts again that creates feelings so now we have a a mobius loop let's make sure that first thought was good because then everything else will be good in that loop that's my thought and exactly. it just it just came anyway uh let's talk about genetics a little bit if we think we got a bad one in there somewhere, what can we do? 
Right. So first of all, we got to understand what are genetics. I mean, you know, 30, 40 years ago, we thought that we were completely married to our genetics. Mm -hmm. Essentially, we thought that if you have cancer in your bloodline, uh, you know, you are going to get cancer. Okay. And we've even had uh, people with major influence making all these crazy changes in their lives in order to avoid, they thought that avoiding the cancer by removing body parts, you know, changing things about their life externally. Okay. But here's the thing, because DNA is a blueprint of co-creation, it is literally like the blueprint and the information that holographically projects your physical vessel. Okay, think about that. Now, your DNA, only 2% of your DNA is writing the physical vessel. Inside out, all of the systems, all the complexities, the things that we don't even understand how they're functioning in our body, it's only this 1% to 2%. The rest of the DNA, which has been called junk DNA, essentially, are processes that are functioning multidimensionally within the body that interconnect us to this network, this holographic construct, essentially, and beyond. Uh, and this is where our multidimensional body is extending from. So within the multidimensional body, within this construct, uh, which we call the morphogenetic field around us, is essentially an, an instruction manual of what is manifested into the form. So the color of your hair, the eyes, uh, you know, the kind of body you're going to have, the skin color, all of these physical features that create the avatar of the physical body, uh, all of the mechanisms of your organism are encoded within that blueprint. So essentially, um, everything that you are generationally has been affected by your ancestors. All the choices that they have made are imprinted and written in that genetic code. However, even though that information is in your DNA, your actions in everyday life, every moment of your day, from the moment you get up to the moment you go to sleep, are defining whether you turn on those markers of that encoded genetic history that is within your DNA. And this, this is proven and proven over and over, right? There are hundreds of medical papers and documents that are documenting essentially how we really direct our health and the kind of genetic markers that we are turning on. This is uh, the link between the information that we're holding within that blueprint, what we access and what we don't access. Now, um, I, I, I normally share this incredible presentation about uh, the process of DNA and how it is transmitting information, data, Okay, so imagine that information comes, as, comes in as vibrational frequency. Um, it is absorbed through the body. Okay, so for example, through the skin, the skin is the largest organ, processed through the nervous system, into the muscle system, into the, the bone system, um, and essentially uh, self-organizes in the body, uh, depending on vibrational frequency from the lowest root chakra, which is the energy center uh, of our body. And energy centers are essential link. This is the missing link in understanding genetics that I'm studying and researching about and writing about in my book, um, because it's actually the chakra system that processes the, the information 
before it is input and written in the DNA. There is a space, there is a gap in between that, um, be, between the time that we input data and we output into the process of genetic data blueprint into the physical manifestation. And that gap is the key. Um, essentially, we can say it's the link of free will. It's what links us to the ability to choose and to manifest what we want this body to, to be like. Um, and the mind, the mind over the physical, the mastery of the emotions over the physical body is essentially the rule that will define what you allow. Uh, an example uh, would be that in a, in a group of 10 individuals that went uh, into highly contagious uh, room full of people that had a flu, okay, all of these 10 people, uh, the ones that were told that there were a flu, uh, literally got the flu, uh, the ones that they told there were no flu, uh, did not get the flu. Okay, so in our mind, the thoughts that we input into the brain trigger, trigger into the body. Even if there is a potential virus, the mind directs the immune system, the mind directs the biochemical processes in our body that either create and promote inflammation or create and promote a really highly immune system that allows you to overcome uh, any of these uh, external influences. So the body really has an incredible ability to be able to, again, transmute these external inputs into something that is productive for the physical body. So we are turning on and off these uh, genetic uh, sequences, these markers in our body in the same way. We are choosing what we want on. If we live a life full of sorrow, um, helplessness and fear and anxiety, we are the perfect environment for any number of illnesses um, you know, that the body can experience. And mm -hmm. there is a profound intelligence to experience to, to illnesses. Every illness has a somatic root. Every illness has a very interconnected uh, meaning behind our energy system, the chakra system, the emotional body, um, and essentially the physical output. Yeah. Yeah. I, I told you folks this is getting deep because when we think about that, our mind controls a greater part of our genetics. Boy, oh boy, we have to be concerned about what we allow to dwell in our mind. Mm -hmm. Holy moly. And uh, yeah, go ahead. Um, yeah, so so I guess to to comment on that, essentially, that how do we know, um, you know, what our mind has the ability of discerning? Um, and this is something that is, is important for us to understand, because um, our understanding of right and wrong can be very confused when we're deeply programmed by the matrix, you know, so we, we literally have to deprogram um, a lot of these false belief systems, these fears, these anxieties in order to find the real true self, the observer within that is actually the real 
core essence of ourselves. And uh, we, we can only reach that part of us when we cultivate a practice of silence, a practice of observation. So meditation is at the cornerstone of all of this healing ability to be able to even train the mind to have the power to discern what it wants to take mm -hmm. on and not. Um, what one of the most powerful lessons of this year that you know I think many of my clients and myself are are observing very clearly um, is that when we fall out of alignment with our purpose, which means when we are in alignment with our highest self, with our most um, uh, authentic, connected self to our source, we essentially are are triggered by severe external experiences that will shake us back into that alignment. Um, and so our, we can have many of these experiences until the body is back to where it needs to be in that interconnectedness. The cultivation of our intuition, both medical intuition with our health, because that, that's something that has to be cultivated. The, the medical intuition, the ability to connect with your organs and to tune in to what's wrong with them emotionally, physically, mentally, and the activities and actions and choices that we've taken that brought us into this out of balance state. That awareness in itself is extremely important that must be cultivated within us. Mm -hmm. um, so that of course can only be accessed and cultivated through meditation and self-awareness so that that's the key to all of this healing yep i uh, i've been saying it for a good while that uh, higher consciousness is usually just available through meditation yes. because that's the best way i know well hypnosis ranks right up there but it's it's different it's harder to reach that higher consciousness through hypnosis than it is through meditation sometimes, and uh, sometimes uh sorry Aki, but i will i will add to that just really quickly that the thing is integration like if you do hypnosis and you don't integrate what you've experienced or trained your intuition it'll be very hard for you to access the information you know you're you're right about that mm -hmm. yeah and i think that uh, we should be more we kind of live on the surface every day because that's where uh, when everything is happening so we got to when something happens even if minor things happen that maybe make you think reach behind it what made it happen start thinking around it start probing it so that you can find out oh I remember something now back in 19 so and so that's that thing happened because of that. So now we reach back into the past and we find causes for things that happen now. So we understand everything is connected. And that is just another reason why when I said we have to be careful what we allow to dwell in our mind, that doesn't mean just what's happening right now dwelling in our mind is things that happen way back also and we got to be concerned about that and that i think we what you're talking about you got to clean some of that out also exactly exactly Aki. very good and so those what we're cleaning up is the programs in the subconscious mind and most of these programs are adopted from the womb until the age of seven um and so 
you know, most of our experiences, even even in dream time, we have to we have to understand all of these elements of our of our human experience are important. What we're experiencing in waking state, what we experience in dream state, um, essentially for what we will experience at the time of death when you leave this body, the practicing of our intuition is the ability to discern the navigation of this holographic construct. Um, and that's something that we have to actively, proactively train ourselves, um, you know, every moment. Um, mm -hmm. So to clear those subconscious programs, essentially, is to first become aware of the things that trigger you. That's the gold right there. If you can make a, a little notebook and write down the things that are triggering you throughout your day, you have a gold mine of work, of, of shadow work that you can uh, indulge into. Um, mm -hmm. Number one, uh, you know, as you feel those emotions, what memory comes up? Uh, you know, you're, you might remember a time when you were scolded when you you know when you were in school by your mother or your father um, and then that caused feelings of abandonment for example okay so go deep into that you know what comes up for you how does that make you feel what do you need in order to not feel that way what would you have needed from your parent what do you need from yourself so this is where we begin to excavate uh, you know these subconscious programs and to to offer another perspective in that moment okay um and what i will tell you as a as a tool is that essentially we are always choosing between two main emotions between fear and love and even though you may feel a plethora of uncomfortable emotions in your childhood what you'll find is that they all of those uncomfortable negative emotions are rooted in the fear and uh, all of the positive emotions uh, can be rooted in love. And there, there are ranges that you will be able to understand and find within yourself as you do this work. Um, but how do you how do you go from this pillar to this pillar, right? From this negative emotion to a positive? What does it take? What programs have to change in order for you to be able to shift in that different emotion? Um, that in itself is the deprogramming and reprogramming of DNA, which essentially helps you come into discernment of choosing timelines. Um, and your, your entire life can change from that kind of work. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and you uh, you mentioned something here, a word, timeline. And uh, when you are working with your clients there, do you find that a lot of them are in the same timeline or do you feel that there's some of them that is so far ahead, they may not even be considered to be in our timeline because of their development? Also, contrary, somebody that's so far behind that they may not even belong in this timeline. Do, do you see the total spectrum of differences within your clients? Well, um, I, I do see different levels of consciousness and awareness, but mm -hmm. um, ultimately, if you incarnate in this earth at this time, First of all, you know, you're a very brave, powerful soul. Um, and yeah. I can see that, you know, yeah, because um, I think a lot of us that have been able to see beyond this world understand that, you know, because um, 
this time that we are in right now is is moving from one vibrational frequency to another and mm -hmm. it's the destruction of one construct of belief system globally deeply subconsciously within a human race into another it's an ascension process for every human here um so just that being said um you know the souls that have chosen to incarnate at this time are pulling forward generations of their ancestors leaping forward so the invitation is really to become aware of what is your purpose quote unquote purpose essentially what are the what are the repetitive patterns that you're going to be breaking in this generation and those are those are patterns that you're repeating for many lifetimes with your ancestors over and over again um so you know when I, when I think of these patterns that are being broken, every single human that incarnate at this time, um, you know, the, the nature of this existence is infinite potential. Um, but what that means is that we are first bound by the potential that is that is the limited potential that is created by the programming of this construct, the matrix construct. So that has to be cleared first. Okay, we have to deprogram those matrix yeah. programs in order to access that infinite potential. And so when the humans begin to clear that out, yeah, they, they find another constructs. Okay, so this is the thing, um, you know, we, we are leaving this, let's say the matrix hologram, let's see you cleared all that out. Well, you're going to find another constructs. And these constructs are in higher dimensions. Um, you might be interacting with other higher dimensional consciousness. But in that construct, you also have to understand what are your agreements? Where are your limitations? What are the limitations of that construct? And how do you transcend mm. that? Yeah. You know, so there are many layers to this, essentially, until we reach a level of unity consciousness, um, merging all of these separate fractals of ourselves into one um, is really what we're doing. So um, the idea is that what, what I've seen through all of these layers is that when we embody and we train the human body to embody the neutral, most zero point neutral state of non-judgment from which emerges an unconditional love like a real mm. genuine it's actually an entire bio construct of the body the bot the organism changes its shape um, mm. in order to be in resonance with higher densities okay and so that shift in the shape of your geometry of your body based on how you are holding vibrational frequency within the vortices of your body um, are are what allow you to access timelines different timelines mm -hmm. so really the selection of timelines is really an an architectural shift within the body that yeah. is cultivated um, through the refinement of our frequency essentially that that's really okay. what the that could make sense. You mentioned a word a little while ago here. You said purpose. Every so often I have somebody asking me, how do I find my purpose here? Uh, speak to them how you can help them find that purpose, because I know you can. Yeah, so, well, first of all, as I mentioned, um, uh, deprogramming first, right? So. Um, how do we find the purpose? Number one, we have to deprogram the limiting potential 
okay, all the belief systems of limitation that you have within you, we, we deprogram that. So in, in my modality, in the work that I do, uh, there are two ways, either in hypnotherapy or in DNA reprogramming. DNA reprogramming is more of the conscious shadow, deep shadow work, which I guide you through um, in order to deprogram those first seven years. Okay, so as you deprogram those first seven years, um, now you begin to access these next levels. And I also work with that. This is where people are having interdimensional contact. You know, they're becoming aware of themselves as star seeds, as, as hybrids, as these interdimensional, multidimensional beings. Um, and then we also need to learn how to navigate that, right? So it's, mm -hmm. it's all these steps um, as we are evolving. Um, and it is, it is very profound that through this deprogramming process, you can, you can understand what your gifts are. You can uncover your gifts. Okay. So each human is a vibrational signature. That vibrational signature holds information about your body, uh, your emotions, emotional ranges that you're capable of holding and the senses of your body that are more activated and usually this is generational this is like some of you have had you know sorcerers or um you've had uh even witches or these highly evolved beings or or interdimensional beings in your bloodline so all of that data is available to you as you wake up consciousness you activate these parts of you and those tools are utilized for your healing process um, these are the tools that help you understand your purpose because um, for example, the number one purposes are in the process of de de uh, deprogramming the first seven years. Um, for our first purpose is to break generational patterns. That's our number one purpose. Okay, so I don't I don't really believe in the purpose like you're just everyone is going to become a healer. Every single human has such a powerful role in this organism. And that role is defined by how you are cleaning up the genetic history that you're holding within you of trauma and suffering. Mm -hmm. So as you begin to clean that up, that the, the fact that you're breaking those patterns, that is your purpose. And when you break a pattern, you also are gifted with a gift. Um, so for example, you break the pattern of codependency, for example, the gift is uh, the ability to discern with your intuition. And so the human, for example, the client begins to have dreams. They are becoming lucid in dream state. Okay, so this is how we work. And in, the, in those dream states, they begin to um, navigate higher dimensions and they're doing healings in these higher dimensions. Mm -hmm. You know, things like this. Yeah. So, uh, you know, we're, we're very proactive. We are multi-healing beings. Uh, mm -hmm. our, our, our purpose is to heal multiple dimensions in one, uh, but only through the awareness of the physical vessel does that become available to the human. Um, and this is the kind of work that we're doing. Mm -hmm. um, I see. Gosh, uh, I see we have three minutes left of the show here, but there is one thing that I wanted you to comment on, and that uh, because there were several people, actually three people that texted me and asked if you could mention something about hybrids mm -hmm. because uh, in your uh, with your client do you ever find 
every so often that some of them are actually hybrids or have been made to create hybrid offspring. Do you find that ever so often? Um, absolutely. In fact, most of humans on this planet are have created hybrids because we are hybrids as a human race. And we didn't really get to talk about this. This goes very deep into the topic of yeah. the inception of the human race. Um, but to give you a, a very summary, uh, we are incepted on this planet by three main bloodlines um, from which we are descendants. And these bloodlines, which are interdimensional bloodlines of consciousness within the construct of the matrix, make up all parts of our biology. Okay, the reptilian brain, our, um, our pineal gland, and then the physical sexual organism of this body. Um, these main mechanisms of this body are the, the evolutionary descendants of these bloodlines uh, organically. Um, so we are hybrids um, and we also are made up of many other uh, species of consciousness, vibrational frequency ranges that are embedded in our DNA. Um, and what that means is that when we become conscious, when we activate our intuition, we begin to remember that we have been these other species, we have been these races in our DNA, and we understand the, the hybridization program, which is essentially the combination of the human mind and any number of species um, of consciousness that we have interacted with as, mm -hmm. as it emerges from the DNA. So the hybrids are a product of that. And most humans at this time are remembering their hybrid uh, contributions, their contributions to um, the souls that are being anchored into these dimensions, yeah. many dimensions that we are anchoring souls. The whole hybridization program is about anchoring a soul into the matrix. Um, and some of these programs can be very parasitic. They can also be very productive and co-creative for this uh, yeah. matrix. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it really depends on our level of conscious and lucidity, but we can always heal through again, because we're one through our healing and ascension, we, we change and we activate those hybrids into the into a higher consciousness. Um, so yep. that's something I talk about a lot on my channel as well. Right. So. Yeah. What do you spend most of your day doing helping people with? Yeah, so most of my, I have a very, very active practice um, uh, between DNA reprogramming and hypnotherapy. So my, my day is filled with these sessions, Monday through Friday. Um, I'm, you know, happy to be of service. So if, if you would like to uh, work with me, it'd be an honor to, to work with you in that. And anybody that's watching. Mm -hmm. Okay, that's good. Uh, how do they get a hold of you? Yes, Augie, um, they can always reach out my website at GeraldineRosco.com. And I have um, hundreds of, of free uh, information on my YouTube channel at Geraldine Orozco on YouTube. So you can uh, subscribe and find me there for more information. Okay. Okay, good, good. All right. Well, then uh, I guess we are down to the end here. So... Uh... I would like you to come back again sometime in not too distant future because this is so interesting. I would love to, Augie. It would be an honor. Thank you so yeah. much. I really 
yeah let's do, let's do the next one when we have nori with us okay i would love that all right sounds good so in the meantime folks be good to each other